Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. When you take care of your dharma, which is obviously your like life's mission, your life's mm-hmm. purpose, your dharma will take care of you. So always Boom. take care of the mission. Always take care of what you're here for and the rest is going to work out, yeah. even your relationships, because then you'll be the lighthouse. You'll be the person who attracts. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. 
Good morning, Evan. Good morning, Lori. How are you? I'm just great. How this are you? This is actually the first time I looked at you. I know. <laughs> you guys, so she comes in at, you know, 7.30 in the morning, which to me, I wake up at 7. So it's, it's like 30 minutes before I see you. I don't really get to do my priming. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but but you look beautiful in that pink Angora oh, sweater. thank you so much. I've got a story about a sweater exactly like that. What is it? Tell me. So when I first met Chris's family, I had a sweater. I mean, it was identical to that sweater, except, oh, it was cropped. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we know that you're working your way up to a crop top. Yeah, I'm cutting a layer, like an a inch at a time off this sweater. Okay, so when do you think it'll be officially cropped? 2032. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect timing in your life. <laughs> yeah, I'll look great then. Grandma crop top. <laughs> wait, that's not that far away. You, oh, yeah. I don't think minute. you'll be a grandma yet. It just sounds so far it in the future. Sound really in far. 2032. We'll I was like, we won't be here. I was like, we, we better be here. We're definitely uh, gonna be here. <laughs> so I had this like cropped sweater on that really just went to my belly button. Like, yeah. that's not very cropped. And then I had, you no. know, some pants on that just showed maybe a quarter inch of my skin. Yeah. And I go to a family get together with his family and his grandma comes up and I'm meeting her for the first time. And, and I'm like, hi, how are you? Yeah. And she gives me a hug and like looks back at me and she goes, where's the rest of your shirt? <laughs> that was the first thing she said to me. And I pretty much just wanted to die. Oh my so, Lord. <laughs> okay. She's like, we're, we're in cahoots now. Right. But took a little while. Yeah. I, I mean, like, if you're a grandma, that's just stuff. That comes naturally. I was like, I guess you, you just don't know stuff. who Britney Spears is, you know? Yeah. Furry, or maybe you do. Furry crop tops were very in. Oh my God. Along with the butterfly The tank butterfly tops. and the butterfly clips. Did you ever have those in your hair? No, I didn't. Oh, they're really cool. But I wore the skanky butterfly top. So. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> crop tops. I was like, I am a sexy monarch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then I would proceed to drink a lot of shots. And that was- <laughs> Year 2000 and no, that was 19. No, I don't know my years. 2000s? Yeah, it was early. It was a good time. It really was. How are you doing? You know, I'm great. Let's see. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been having weekends, which has been so incredibly awesome. That's been so um, good. Learning guitar, going to all sorts of different, just like wandering around LA, which is so fun because so there's good. so many different things in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just doing like, normal people stuff, which is so yeah. insanely fun. I've never done that. No, it's really nice to do those things. Just recharge. Oh my God. Amazing brunch spots and like going to soul cycle with friends. Yeah. It's been so awesome. How about yeah. you? What, what, it, what happened this last weekend? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, it was great. I went on a bazillion hikes and, mm. um, one of them was with two girlfriends and we, it was just such, a, it's so nice to go on walks with friends. It's the best. It's actually. the best thing. I feel like like you're, you really get to a place that you wouldn't get to conversation wise mm-hmm. when you're just usually sitting across from someone. There's something about yeah. moving your body, but also being like side by side with people, I think opens up sometimes a w- women love like face to face as well. But I do yep. think that sometimes side by side can be a little friendlier approach. They so always nice. talk about how men. Like when men talk and when fathers talk to their sons, like they actually sit side by side on the couch because there's something like more approachable about not being so face to face. So kind of interesting if you're like a a nervous or anxious person, that might be the approach you might want to go on walks if you have tough stuff to say. And then you can just be like, look at that tree when you don't want to talk anymore. Right. Or you could be like, I got to pee. 
when you don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, or you can pee. just like, like if you're at running, you can just like kind of dodge down the canyon and be like, oh, there's a porcupine I got to catch a picture of. Bye. <laughs> All right. You have your quote? I do. Let's hear that. Um, It's from that guy, Sean. Is it Acor? 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 Obsessed. He is so great. He said, there's nothing wrong with having future goals or ambitions, but if you're constantly looking for greener pastures, you'll never see the beauty of the ones you are currently in. Ooh. That's good stuff. Isn't that tr- so true? Yeah. I, like, I feel like I'm always learning that. Me too. And right when you think you're there, you, you learn it again. Right. I'm listening to his book on Audible and it's really Which one? good. It's called The Happiness Advantage. I love that book. It's so good. That was one of my favorite books for a really long time. Everyone should listen to it. Really should. If you have not heard it yet, it's one of the best books because don't you just love nerding out to the science in it yeah. too? And you're like, see, I told you, this is why you should be happy. Right. <laughs> and it's like, he. I like when he talks about the people who were injected with the cold virus, the two groups and the happier mm. people who got uh, better quicker or totally dodged the cold. Oh my God. Isn't I that forgot about that. That is so amazing. He, um, there's the other, I believe it's in that book. If it's not in that one, it's, I think it's in his other one where he talks about the project where they put all of the older people in mm-hmm. a home that was, is this sounding familiar? Well, I'm only on like chapter two. Okay. It was like in a home that was decorated in like everything from like their past. So like from yeah. the 40s or 50s or something like that. And they weren't allowed to speak like in modern day, like nothing Whoa. about modern. They weren't allowed to watch TV shows from anything modern. It was literally all from the time frame when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And like they took their blood samples before they went in. And then they took the blood samples after they had spent like a week in this house where they were like pretending to be younger, speaking like they were younger, watching younger TV shows, dressing younger. And all of their blood levels changed and they came out like healthier. It's just so interesting what a little shift can do. So yeah, we're just, we're just going to be talking like we're 12. Yeah. We'll be like, we want to change our blood platelets. (laughs) And what's cool about that book too, is he's like not trying to say that you have to be happy all the time. Totally. Which is good. Yeah. You know, I I think that's like the theme of this podcast, Questionably Awesome, Mm -hmm. is you can be questionably awesome some of the times. Yeah. And you can, with an emphasis on the questionably, Mm -hmm. and then other times you can be super awesome. So my uh, quote, I literally have three in front of me, but I think that we will go for the, this one. Okay. This is Wayne Dyer. Self-worth comes from one thing, thinking that you are worthy. That's it. Oh, that is it. Simple as that. Put yourself at the table you want to sit at. Mm -hmm. Put your, like, for real, buy that first class ticket. If it's still within your budget, see what it feels like to upgrade yourself and believe you belong there. Because you do. Because you do. Mm -hmm. It's what I literally started doing when we were like, okay, how how does one feel when they want to feel abundant, but they don't feel abundant at all? I'm not saying stretch yourself or like, well, I am saying stretch yourself, but not to the point where you're breaking anything or you can't pay bills or you're like, oh my God, my children is starving. But boy, that first class champagne was delicious. (laughs) I love that flight. (laughs) Sorry, little Bobby. (laughs) Mommy's had too much champagne in first class. All right. Sorry about that, Bobby, but mommy needs to stretch. (laughs) Just kidding. Bobby's still late. It was fine. (laughs) Bobby's fine. (laughs) 
Bobby's always fine. All right. How about that re- uh, review of the, the week? Review of the week. This is a good one. This is from Sasha Gold. Mm. And she said, what the, is this a movie star? What, Sasha Gold? Yeah. Sasha Gold. What movies are you in? Uh, good ones. All of them. <laughs> well, she does live in LA because she said, you mm. make sitting in LA traffic tolerable. Who knew it could even be tolerated. Lori and Evans feel like we are already friends. You know, when you're like, get out of my head, your episodes just always seem to speak to me when I need it. I hope I can get my buns to bliss one of these days so I can squeeze you both in a very non-creepy way. Uh, Cheer sisters. You gals are epic. Sasha Gold, get those buns to bliss so we can squeeze your buns. We want to squeeze your buns. We want to squeeze your sticky buns. Oh God, this just went way too far. All right. Talking about the 405. 405, you know the joke about the yeah. 405, right? What? It's that is the terrible. Best. It's the 405 is the only free parking in LA. Oh my lord. <laughs> God, it just gets me every time. Like, I just it's think true. that's the best joke. You can take that to parties. Yeah. Here. I will. <laughs> you will. Yeah. And people are they're just gonna love you Sasha for it. Sasha Gold knows that joke. Oh yeah. Sasha Gold is probably sitting in traffic because she's going to her auditions. Right. Sasha Gold, we kind of love you. Yeah, I can't um, wait to see you on TV. Yeah, we're going to send you a mug. And hopefully if you're like on the Today Show, you'll bring it with you and drink coffee. <gasps> with Hoda. With Hoda and Kathy Lee. Are they still doing it together? You know, honestly, I haven't watched the Today Show in forever. Yeah, but and that used to be a dream of mine. And now yeah. I'm like, what if I can't be sandwiched by the two? Yeah, I feel like they're still on it, right? I don't know. Maybe now it's Hoagie and Kathy Lee. It's probably Hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new co-host. Welcome, Hoagie. <laughs> Just a guy in a sandwich suit. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about those questions. Did you find a couple you loved? They're really, really good. Oh man. I don't even know what these questions are today. So let's just get let's just get side okay, ready? swiped. This one's from at Cheyenne E. E. Jones. Cheyenne Jones. Cheyenne Jones. I'm a pushover when someone wrongs me and apologizes. How do I stop? So I've got a question on that one. Okay. But I don't think you're going to be able to elaborate for Cheyenne. Okay. But if someone apologizes and they did something wrong, that's great that you accept the apology, number mm-hmm. one. But if it's something that they're continuing to do and they know that an apology is just going to like like butter you up for the moment and they're going to do it againsies. Yeah, that's not okay. That's when you can't be frenzies. Mm-mm. <laughs> so true. You kind of have to be like, this is happening over and over. So- You know, for a lot of people, the conversation is not even necessarily required. If you know, here's the deal. Check your inner compass and be like, if I have this conversation, will it actually help? Do I know in my bones and in my truth that it will actually help? If the answer is all pointing to no, all I can think of is the gif arrows that is like, no, (laughs) like no, no, no. (laughs) You need to just put up a boundary that you're either not going to talk with this person anymore or they don't get to have access to you or they don't get to, you know, come back in your life. And the thing is, is for a pushover, Oh, girlfriend, you need to listen to my episode that just came out this last, um, actually it came out yesterday with Chris. It's about people pleasing and boundaries and tons of stuff like that. I can't wait to listen to that one. Oh man. Yeah. It has been inspired because so many of the questions are always about people pleasing. And 
the funny thing is, is we're not being nice people by accepting an apology that's not real. Like you're resenting them. So actually you are like showing up in a way that's not healthy for either of you. Mm -hmm. So you need to just draw the boundary and deal with the consequences. And nobody wants to hear that, but you have to deal with the consequences of them not liking you in order to be free. If you want to be free, you have to go through the pain. So if you're choosing prison, like every time you accept that apology again, you know, it's coming like literally next time. I just want you to put your wrists out in front of that person and be like, you know what? Handcuff me to hell. Put them on. This is what it is. Because this is what it feels like. Like put on the shackles. Yeah. And let me just be a sucker and keep saying that. That's a good visual to have in your mind. If you're like, oh man, I keep accepting this handcuffs, handcuffs. Yeah. You know what? Picture a big steaming pile of shit with a chain coming out and handcuffs on the end. And being like, put me on there. I would love to smell that and feel that all day and swim in that. That does not sound fun. Well, that's what you're choosing. It's true. Yeah. You're like, let me scuba dive in there without a mask. (laughs) I don't know. It could be one of those things too. If that person is like, oh, sorry. Like I didn't realize it was actually that big of a deal. And and you kind of draw that boundary, then maybe they'll they'll buck up and start being nicer. I agree. So I think the conversation for me, the conversation is always valuable or useful. Even if you want to write them like a super beautiful email, Mm -hmm. whatever works, as long as it's truly, truly from a place of love, there's a difference from being like, I'm going to do this because I'm loving. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's a difference of like, okay, you know what? I, their circumstances have led them to this place where they mm-hmm. keep doing this because clearly in their life, people are letting them do this. Right. And it's not good for them because no. people won't like them if they're not treating people well. So sometimes you get to be the loving voice of helping them um, navigate through life in a in a more beautiful way where people are more drawn and attracted to them. So if you yes. want to be that person, rock on. If you want to be chained to you know a pile of steaming cow mm-hmm. dung, do it up. It's your life. Yeah. Choose poo if you want it. But awesome question. And I'm so grateful for you for asking that. And the only reason I can say that is because that is something I struggle with so hard. Me too. I got to say, you got real fired up about that one. I could feel that you're like, no. You know why? Did we talk about the meme? Which meme? The meme from that I'm like obsessed with right now. It's like, I th- maybe we talked about it last week. Wait, it was like 2020 vibes and it's just someone that texts, Hey, and then you text back. No, yes, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. I'm just like, no, you know why? Because I am sick of living a life that is like on the whim of everybody else and it's not their fault. And then me getting mad at them for like, why did I say yes to that? To something that right. all of a sudden I look at my week and I'm like, Oh, once again, I have no free days to do anything that I want. Like, why did I work so hard? Why am I an entrepreneur to just keep saying yes to everything? No, no, no. All right, girl. All right. Let's go to another one. Okay. Carmen Oling, how do you balance setting goals and taking daily deliberate action versus letting go of outcome? Ooh, Carmen. Carmen. You know what? I want to ask you this one because- I feel like you set a lot of goals around just like de-stressing and doing yoga and trying to make sure that you do other things. Like you do a really good job of balancing outside of work. And this is a great question because I think what people don't realize is that's like a huge goal. Mm -hmm. That's a huge undertaking to be like, how can I make sure I'm always hiking? I'm taking care of my relationship and I'm taking care of myself, my stress levels and my body. So how do you set goals around that? 
I put it in my calendar. So I make sure it's already blocked in. And you do, you and Chris talk about this all the time. It's, it's like a non-negotiable thing. Yep. So if I sign up for that class, especially if I pay for it, obviously Mm. I pay for it. Um, (laughs) Especially if I don't sneak in like normal. (laughs) You're like, I saw three movies in a row this weekend. Want to know how? (laughs) Did you ever do that in high school? I did. No, I wish I would have. I was such a rule follower that, well, I was and I wasn't. Like certain things, I was like, no, it's totally fine to drink 40s in the movie theater if you only see one movie. Right. You're just seeing one. (laughs) But anyway, putting it in the calendar. And if I feel like if you write it down or put it in there, but then she's talking about um, letting go of the outcome. So maybe you put it in your calendar. Just don't set some crazy expectations. What if you go to a class and you're like, oh, I actually didn't want to learn about this or this wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. That's okay too. You went. Totally. Or you accidentally toot in yoga. Yeah. You toot in yoga, which happens all the time. It really does. Not by me. (laughs) No, by me. Thank God. But but. apparently people next to me. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, it's always the person next to me. But, <laughs> but do you know it's what I'm so me. grateful for? That we don't have those hyper color clothes anymore. <laughs> do you remember those? That it would heat up and they change color. Like, did they yes. ever make hyper color pants? Yeah. Oh because my if God. they did, I would just have it, I would be wearing pink pants with a massive red circle <laughs> near the high knee. <laughs> Like the ones that lit, light up, change colors in the sun and stuff. Yes. And it was oh so not God. smart because like, girl, the just the boob marks when you got warm, it would just be like two bright circles. <laughs> you guys, if you did not have a hyper color t-shirt, it changed color when it would get warm. Not cute. That is a bad idea. It's just bad. Like what? You want to show that your armpits are sweating? Yeah. Mine would be like all the time. Oh, bad idea. Sorry, hypercolor. I can't figure out why you didn't last long. Me um, yeah. I don't know if they ever made pants, but I would actually really enjoy like wearing them around the house and, and doing funny <laughs> jokes. Um, like watch this. Yeah. I'm going to change this color of these pants <laughs> real fast. <laughs> um, okay. So don't do that at parties. Yep. Don't have those pants on. Actually, that would win me over at a party, to be quite honest. I would think that person's cool. Yeah, I would too. Um, So back to that, what what was the question again? Um, She was asking, how do you balance setting goals and taking daily deliberate action versus letting go of outcome? Oh, man. Yeah, this is exactly what you said. Calendar. It sounds so crazy easy. Like when, when we just answer, put it in the calendar. If you don't use a calendar yet, that's the huge, that's one of the biggest problems. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you can start using the calendar on your iPhone, it is so powerful so great. because you can look every day and be like, oh yeah, that's in there. What, what do I need to work around? And you can set timers like, okay, start thinking about leaving work for yoga. Okay. Start in the, your alarms will go off. And it's just a really beautiful way to start getting into a practice mm-hmm. of needing to make room for what you actually desire. If you don't use a calendar, I don't know how people do their goals without it. Yeah. I have no idea. Me neither. Like my life literally runs on a calendar and I schedule all of my workouts now. So when I didn't do that, I would literally show up like two hours later, especially as an entrepreneur who needed to start making her own schedule. Like it was a disaster at first. And every single successful person I talked to, every one of them runs on a calendar. So if you're resistant of the calendar, it's probably because you're just not committed yet to your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the honest truth. So have you ever heard of, um, I just thought of another thing that might help. Have you heard of 515s? 
No. It's this thing you can do at the end of your week, and it should take you 15 minutes to write, but only five minutes to read. Mm. And so you write out, like, what did I do this week? What did I accomplish this week? What did I think I was going to accomplish but didn't? And then what am I going to accomplish next week? Like, what are my big goals? And just writing that out helps. And then you're like, oh, man, I did a lot this week that I didn't even think about. Oh my God, that's so incredibly smart. And I should literally schedule that into my calendar to make sure I do it because it sounds so great. And then I know that I won't. So that could be like a really beautiful Sunday night thing. Oh, Chris and I did something so cool this weekend. We wrote out and I've done it before, um, but it was years ago. We wrote out and so I had like three friends in one week say that they write out their, um, they write a letter to themselves. They're uh, from like, okay, Lori, slow down. (laughs) Um, So a year from now, they pretend they are the person, Mm -hmm. like I'm Lori in 2020, and I'm writing myself a letter from that position. So I'm writing myself a letter like right now. Oh, that's cool. So it was like, oh my God, it's so exciting that this happened and this is happening right now when you're living here and this is going on and this is going on in your life and you just got back from a party where you hung out with your friends, blah, 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 who are not my friends yet. And it was so fun. It took us about 30 minutes to an hour and we just sat and like wrote these letters to ourselves. And the three women who had told me to do it, they were like, it's so crazy because I have to rewrite my letter almost monthly because it changes so fast when you do this. So you guys write yourself a letter from a year or your future self from a year or three years, write your current self a letter. Um, Like, this is where you are right now. This is what's going on. Like, oh my God, it was so incredibly awesome. So definitely do that and then read it, like set your calendar so that you read it every month or whatever that looks like for you, whatever you want to do. And that's been, that was so powerful. So I'm going to, you know, set my timer to read my letter again soon, which was awesome. There's something about putting a pen to paper. Yeah. And you know what was cool is Chris wrote a very different letter, but a lot of similarities in there. And it was so much fun to hear what he really desires in his life. So you should definitely, you guys should do that. Okay. I'm going to do it. I feel like Adam would really like that. He, would lo- he loves doing stuff like that. Oh my God. You should set a night like that and just like <gasps> drink some bourbon. Yeah. Just get yeah. drunk. Get drunk. <laughs> but we did listen. We did have some whiskey and yeah. we listened to Tennessee whiskey and songs from, we put on I Chris Stapleton channel on Pandora and it was just so many songs like that. And I was in every emotion. It was so good. That's so good. Oh, manifesting mode. Is there another question? We got it. We got a little time. Oh yeah, there are lots of fun questions. Okay. Ooh, do you want a fun one or a serious one? Whichever one you pick. Okay, let's do a serious. Nat Natro Photo at Natro Photo. How did you find a partner who was aligned with you? Thanks so much, Heart. Oh, this is so good. Well, it's it's crazy because I picked from like a prison lineup, and I picked <laughs> the cutest one. <laughs> That's funny, but wasn't there that guy who was like in prison who like got famous because he was really good looking and someone like famous oh, married him? Wait, uh, there's a podcast about this like murder thing, but she didn't get murdered. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I did not pick him from a prison lineup. How did I pick a partner aligned with me? Well, I picked him 16 years ago. And so Whoa. I wasn't really in alignment at all. I was like, who wants to go to the bars with this one? Yeah. Um, just kidding. We met at the gym, but we did go to the bars every weekend. Mm-hmm. So what happened is that we both, thankfully, we both had the foundation of fitness together. Mm-hmm. And he also loved business. And I think that we both 
We both always wanted to better ourselves, even though we were giant shit shows at the same time. I mean, yeah. we were in our early 20s. Yeah. But I think that every time that, number one, he hasn't felt supported by me or he's been wanting to go in a certain direction, he's always been led by example. And then same for me when it's been something that he's like, oh, hell no, I'm not meditating with you or going to events. I'm like, okay, if I'm not going to get his support, I'm doing it anyway. So that's been one powerful thing that's always like kind of brought the other person along is we are both like, if I'm going to do something and I want to do something, I'm going to do it anyway. So you can either choose to do it with me. And I'm so committed to the relationship. And we always have been from the beginning and we've spoken that I'm going to try what he wants me to do. And if I don't like it, it's okay if I don't have to do it. But I think being in alignment means being in alignment with yourself always. So like if you want a partner to be in alignment with you, you got to be in alignment with yourself, even if they choose not to go along with you. And you're, this is so much about what we talk about in that people pleasing episode. Cause all I hear is my partner doesn't support me or not in alignment. It doesn't matter. Keep doing you sister. And yes. like being that example is going to be most important. How about you? How did you choose a partner in alignment with you? Cause you yeah. guys are like, so on the same page. I feel like, is that true? Yeah. I think <laughs> true or false. It's true. It's what I see real. It's real. But I also think it's funny because a lot of times when you're dating and stuff, it's like, oh, I want a person who's this, 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 Mm. and this. But as soon as you let that list go and just let the person show up as the wonderful human that they are, and then you find all these great ways to grow together and grow Mm. as yourself. And I listen to Dax Shepard's podcast a lot. I love him. He talks about his Mm -hmm. relationship with Kristen Bell and people are like, oh my God, you're so perfect. How do I, how do I get that? And he's like, uh, it's hard work. Yeah. It's not like we just found each other and it's a Disney movie. It's like we work on it. And I feel like I don't really know much about relationships yet because I'm just going into getting married, but (laughs) I think you have a good, uh, if you're going into getting married, if you're going to get hitched, you might know a little bit about that four by four. (laughs) But I'm just going in like, hey, this is probably going to be some work and there are going to be good times and bad times. But if you work on your, like you said, you got to be aligned with yourself first. Yeah. The commitment and taking care of you. And it's kind of like it all works itself out if you always take care of you. Yeah. Um, I heard a awesome quote. Uh, let's see. It was when you take care of your Dharma, which is obviously your like life's mission, your life's mm-hmm. purpose, your Dharma will take care of you. So always Boom. take care of the mission, always take care of what you're here for. And the rest is going to work out yeah. even your relationships, because then you'll be the lighthouse. You'll be the person who attracts. You'll be, so you'll, uh, you'll be in the energy that you want in your life. So yeah. And maybe if you don't want to meet like meet the, go to things where you can meet that person instead of totally. like, Hey, I don't want to be with someone who parties till 2am. Well then maybe don't go that, to that party. Exactly. And that and could not be more them. true. Yeah. Start going to places like cooking classes. Yeah. Ooh. I know. I love cooking classes. Yeah. You could meet a chef and just eat for the rest of your life. That's going to be a great life for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to wrap this episode of Questionably Awesome where it's no longer a question. It's an answer. And it's just awesome. Bye, everyone. We're so grateful that you made it to this point. Reward yourself with a coffee. Bye-bye. 
Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back 
And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community. And it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up With Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.